self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. Red, as you know her, is not here today. That's correct. My name is Red, after a sex change, a.k.a. Shogun. What up, everybody? My name is Shogun. I'm from the Government Name Podcast. We are the checks and balances of social commentary. Yeah, uh, y'all know that we collaborate with Government Name all the time. It, it's normally Cole Jackson when Red ain't here, but right. I got Ant up in, uh, I would say the studio today, but it's just my living room <laughs> today, and, and we're going to get into some dialogue. Oh, boy. It's been a lot of stuff going on. First of all, just want to say thank you for letting me be on the show, and uh, shout out to Red. She usually sits in when I'm not there, so I'm sitting in and her chair she's she's up in uh tennessee for the holidays probably snorting some of the finest tennessee cocaine man, and off, off the mountains man drinking whiskey <laughs> sounds like a good time yeah <laughs> Why i did mean you go? i'm pretty sure that she's she's getting what the young kids say lit, lit. she getting litty yeah litty again <laughs> uh, i'm sure she's gonna come back with tons of stories i can't wait to hear uh family and whatnot well i'm sure she will well yeah. y'all can find me is um Instagram and Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. Where they can find you at? They can find me at BYNKradio.net. That is a community, a group, and now a podcast network. We got a whole bunch of shows that you can find out there, but my podcast is the Government Name Podcast, and you can find me on Instagram as Real Shogun Beats. Okay. So... We're going to get started off with some uh, some questions that you... Yeah, man. You usually go off the deep end when... Uh, when people write in stuff to your show and just the first topic on your podcast, y'all usually just go and just run with it. So I got some out there on hyped it up. I doubt it's going to go that far <laughs> now, but I got some questions that I wanted to ask you first was if you could add anybody to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Oh, damn. Who is on Mount Rushmore? Uh, presidents. Damn, I, I know Which Roosevelt. Ones? I know a Roosevelt on like, there, a Washington, maybe Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. Lincoln, Lincoln. Thomas Jefferson. No, it's not Thomas Jefferson. That's uh, yeah. It oh Lord, listen, listen, American history. I'm a. I love history. I just don't remember this part. I just, I've never liked history. I love history. You get to learn about you know. You get to learn about learn the slave masters. Up. Yeah. Yeah, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Who else That's would who you add? Got. What presidents I would add? No, no, just person, period. Anybody who's super influential in your life, who would you add? Man, I'm not a fan of monuments, man. Really? Why mm-hmm. is that? I don't, you they don't, don't tell be the whole story. Of course not. They tell a snapshot of why that person was great. You I don't would, know. People naturally want to say Obama, but I feel like I don't think Obama should be up there. You're gonna have to have some big lips. They're gonna have to put big <laughs> lips on them up on that he thing. Have man. Big ears, man. It wouldn't be no big lips. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I I you asked my co host for a black person. Nah, Obama. He, yeah. Uh I asked my co host this, Cole Jackson. Shout out to Cole. And he he floored me with his answer. He said he would put Muhammad Ali. And I was like, nah, but then I thought about it. Yeah, that would actually work, especially if they chiseled out a little bit more and had his fists holding up because it represents the struggle both ways you got 
the physical fight plus you got the actual you know revolutionary fight that he's fighting see the reason i can't answer this question is because it comes with so many technicalities okay like white people ain't finna let this is your this your is monument my... your wash your washington monument hey, that ain't it. let me see who has been influential to me your mount rushmore my round Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Damn. I I got a lot from Who you got? I man, this is gonna sound bad. DMX. DMX. <laughs> DMX. What did DMX do for you? <laughs> a lot. DMX in my world is my Tupac. A lot of people took like you, you are a huge Tupac fan. Yeah, I DMX, mean now that you saying DMX, it sounded like mine would be Tupac. Yeah. But But DMX put a lot of like ju I got a lot from him. Not all the negative shit, him being on drugs and whatnot, but he was very influential early on in my life. The year he came out with, what's wrong? The year he came out with those two albums, man, it was, it was, uh, it influenced me a lot. So I just like DMX. I think DMX would be a really cool person to put on that mount, but probably not. Tupac. Okay, I don't know if I put him on a Mount Rushmore, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just because mm -hmm. I don't want him to be up there with them. <laughs> they don't deserve Tupac. You know what I mean? I mean like yeah. if you go look back at their histories, mm -hmm. it don't help. Everybody's history is flawed though. Everybody's history is flawed. And people are like, only gonna tell the story that they want, you know, people it's like Instagram. <laughs> Mount Rushmore was the Instagram of that day. You know, everybody's faking this stuff. They only showing the glitz and the glamour when they post stuff on Instagram. But then when you, you know, bring it to a monument, you're only gonna show the positive stuff. They took the whole ass side of a mountain, bro, and, and put yeah. faces That's crazy, on right? that shit. Like, and this happened. Like, I wonder what the reason of doing that was. Because clearly, by the time they did it, some of these people were dead. Well, a lot of them were already dead. <laughs> they did this after all of them was dead? Uh, some of them. At least two of them. And how did they choose which president should go on it? That I do not know. You know, I mean, yeah. clearly, objectively, some of them are horrible. Like, John Adams just was not a good president. But, like, yeah. how did they choose these folks? Are, are they supposed to have been honorable? So, anyway. In the eyes of history, they were. But then when you start zooming in closer to that timeline, of course they're going to do some fuck shit. That's because history is written from the perspective the of the winners. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna write this bad shit in there. Yeah, yeah I gave them niggas some small pot bank blankets. Yeah. yeah, they not gonna they not gonna do that. They gonna say we had a good old dinner, good old time. How bad was that? These niggas, hey man, come on over, have some dinner with us, eat this turkey, have some maize. Oh yeah, here's some blankets. <laughs> we want your land and turkey. That's why they that's why they were able to conquer as much as they were. Nah, <laughs> bro, like chemical warfare. They killed so many people, bro. They never seen anything like this. The black the the white man brought the black death. And they bought some of that stuff by accident, yeah, cause yeah, some of true. people on the ship just had stuff like syphilis. And yeah, stuff like that, that they could. They had. Uh, they uh, had cures for. Cures but they for. never been exposed to it. So they ain't yeah. know what to do. But so for me, Tupac mm. has just been a very important part of me understanding a lot of stuff about because he was. I'm not gonna say he was one of the only activists. Mm -hmm. in the black community talking about social issues right. but he was one of the most accessible that did so in a way that he always had new videos on tv that's true you know when you 
think and about his, a lot of those other people who the the backpack rappers back in the day who did that they wasn't as popular with that message right you know and then tupac had he had so much so much music and so many albums that he was putting out it constantly rapid fire you know and they kept doing interviews and he was in movies it was hard to avoid his presence he yeah he, i mean he was on his way to become a rock star yeah. I mean, he was one of the biggest names in music at that time. I mean, he had a relationship with Madonna. <laughs> like, she don't just sleep with anybody. But, you know, one thing that resonated with him, you know, is that one thing that I don't, a message in the black community that don't vibe with me is that when you are a child that has an estranged relationship with your father, mm. they'll say, well, that's your daddy, you know? Yeah. As if it don't matter what he may have done to you, just the fact that that's your daddy is something that you're supposed to be okay with. Well, it's a lot of situations like that in the black community where they just have perceived respect. I mean, that's just kind of what our culture is telling you. He has a role, even though he's a piece of shit, and his role in your life is still that role. And so you should respect it. Well, considering that Tupac was the first person who I feel said that you don't have to value that person. Right. With the line, he passed away, but I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. Mm-hmm. Like, those kind of lines that he had in his song always meshed with me. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at you. That shit just really the story of a broken friendship mm-hmm. or, or I guess a transformed friendship into something else, you know? Was it really a friendship, though? It sounded like it was a friendship. We was once two brothers of the same kind, quick to holler at a hoochie with the same line. Like, they was running together, you know. And then when he went to jail and got out and became a Muslim and stuff. and That's when he's, yeah. Yeah, he did his own thing, you know. So, Hmm. that junk was, uh, so Tupac was my. He would be on your Mount Rushmore. He would be on my Mount Rushmore. And I really, really can't think of anybody else that I (laughs) would would regard as valuable as Tupac. And if, if anybody got questions about anything else Tupac related, because it don't sound like this, my, uh, how much I value Tupac is that sound that important, then send me some questions, because we could talk about some lyrics, we could talk about some songs, some albums. I used to be a Pac well, head. Everybody gravitates to songs, but it's only certain ones that actually can mesh well with your life. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. th- experiences that you've actually gone through. Yeah. You can see shades of it in his music. Yeah. So. All right. Didn't go too, too far. You just answered it. Oh, that was one of them surprise questions where I would have had to think. Like, yeah. I get, it's, I be too deep in my head. I couldn't <laughs> even get to conceptualize and answering it because it's, it's a whole bunch of weird white dudes. My ass <laughs> On my show, I said uh, Nikola Tesla because of his contribute to society, but here I say, damn man, what the <laughs> fuck is going on in my head? Hey, yeah, it's, it's too many people. All right. So if aliens landed on earth tomorrow and they offered to take you home, would you go with them? If they offered to take me home? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Offered to take you back home with them to their planet. So their I got some questions. Okay. Have we had some time to chill and hang out and for me to get to know nah, them? I mean, they, or got they just show up. They just show up. They're pretty peaceful. They just hanging out, you know, like, what's up, man? You want to come back with us? Hell no, man. <laughs> Hell no. I would Why? not Why go. would you go home with the aliens? 
because they got spaceships, my nigga. They can go to a better existence. Well, first off, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with them about what kind of technology they got. Like, they got mind blowing technology. I want to know can y'all time travel? Like, how much of this can y'all bring back here? All like, of if it. I go with y'all, we can change the whole outlook of I, this planet. Look, if I could go with them and get some technology that's bring gonna it bring it back and sure. can do some stuff with, Come on with us, then I go. But this really, I would really be feeling like. They like they like the van with the candy, and I'm just an eight year old. I'm just an eight year old walking. They gonna be like, "Yeah, we got all the we technology. Got kids for cancer. You can go back in time. You can transform yourself to look like anybody else. Man, we what? got it. But you gotta come. You gotta get in the spaceship. Just get in the spaceship with us. We got gene splicing technology. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I can fix some racism. Yeah. Or I can go back in time and yeah, be rich." I'm gonna get up there and get anal probe for the rest of my anal probe, nigga. Year. They gonna cook your ass. They gonna serve you first, humans. It's a rare delicacy only found in one planet. Nah, man, I don't know what my value would be, but I was like, listen, if y'all want me to go with you, y'all gotta fix some racism. I would have y'all to, gotta do something. Hmm, that's a good point. I would have to ask them, show me the people that you brought back. Who went before me? <laughs> if they can't show me nobody, nah. Like if it's a whole, if it's a whole spaceship full of people that pull down and it's humans in there, aliens. What do they whole- look like, Bill Cosby? Like some fr- like Mr. Cosby, Dr. Cosby, if they friendly look, guy. What they all look like him? Well, yeah, <laughs> they got the sweaters on. No, I can't. Definitely I feel like if they all look like one the same species, mm. you should not go. I feel like why is that? Because I feel like they should come down and it should be humans that get out that they done came and picked up before. Like mm. I feel like it should be people from other different. But what species. if this is their first time making contact? Then it'll be real weird for me to think that they get me and it's gonna just friendly. Like they just bring yeah. me back for some friendly shit. Oh, I'm gonna fuck around and be their pet. <laughs> they gonna have you. me doing shit they can't do. They <laughs> might not even have legs. They might just want me to run around. They, they like, do. Look at him. He can climb. <laughs> they hover around us. Ain't no telling, man. But no. No. I don't think you so. Ain't getting on. I'm just gonna. I just they, if they come to me first, we got a problem already. You, this is just going off. Do you think there are aliens out there? Period. I, I think we go too far when we say aliens. I think other life forms. I think there's life in space. Hmm. But when you say life forms, even that's like that still kind of like hones in on what American entertainment has painted as aliens. I think life on other planets is just bacteria that ain't never going to be shit. I think that's full. Like I used to didn't believe that like there's aliens or nothing. But if you look at just Earth, there's something living in every corner in every crevice of this planet like in in uh the coldest areas of this planet there's bacteria and also larger creatures living there in the darkest areas of this planet there's creatures that have bioluminescence that can see in the dark there's got to be something else out there how could all like statistically speaking there's too much of a chance of it to be something else out there the galaxy is too big for us to be the only the one only plant yeah. for earth to be the only it's a lot of earths out here yeah and just based on the stars there's all right so for every grain of sand on the earth there's a star right mm-hmm. if you include that then that means there has to be at least one earth out of all the grains of sand that's on this planet just statistically speaking it's just but i mean of what we know of the elements that exist mm-hmm. i'm sure it's some elements out there that we don't know about but they're it's only a limited amount of different uh, ways that planets can exist. It's only a limited amount. Yeah, but the combinations are infinite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The combination are infinite, but there's got to be a combination that has 
the uh, a certain atmospheric atmospheric pressure, be a certain distance from the sun, have a certain amount of oxygen. I think they call that the Goldilocks zone or something like that, where it's just perfect. You know, like you know how yeah. Goldilocks, her porridge was just right. Yeah, they're saying that planet in that Goldilocks range is just right for us to be livable on there. But like I was just saying, if they got things deep, deep in the ocean, who knows what could be in in space? Yeah, and not only that, but the earth that we have ain't only somewhere where things can thrive but it's an environment where things can evolve too so mm. that's not to say like in my head things should be able to evolve on other planets like with mar mm. like when you play stuff like mass effect you mm. go to planets where the creatures just exist on a hot ass planet and they yeah. just they body they just, just hot well you i know? mean they they used to it yeah everything like you said they evolved they develop ways to live in that condition Unless, well, I guess the limitation to that would be is if you the universal, if all of the rules for our galaxy goes for every other galaxy, there is a such thing as being too cold for things to move, and there is a such thing as things being too hot for them to I move. I think it's a zero point. Yeah, something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. if that if that's the case, if those use the universal, then maybe there won't be creatures that dwell in such such cold measures outside of water. Well, everything on this planet, I think, is carbon based. Mm-hmm. What if there was another element that doesn't matter about the temperature? And that's you had did have you played No Man's Sky? Mm-hmm. So No Man's Sky there and clearly it's for game convenience, but there's carbon on every planet. Yeah. And there's every planet got all of the all almost the all of the elements. They all got carbon, but some of them have like some of them have like salt growing out of the ground. Oh damn. You know like you got salt and chlorine growing out of the ground. Mm. We don't have that here. Mm. We got to extract those resources from other other. I mean, there is salt in the ground, but like it was growing mean. like a big ass tree. Right. But it's <laughs> sodium, you know. Right. And so I just imagine that all the elements gonna show itself different on other planets. Well, it's got to because of the temperatures would be different. The range to the the sun, if it's revolving around the sun, would be different. Yeah. You know, that's I don't know. So I do I do think is I think it's life out there. I just I'm not sure if we're going to find life how we define it. Mm. When you look at men in black, clearly the <laughs> entertainment industry imagines all yeah. these different versions of it existing. When you look at Rick and Morty, yeah. Rick and Morty imagines all of these different ways of it existing. But I I don't think it's always going to exist like that. But I think it's possible that it does. Mm. And so when it does show up, you're not getting on a spaceship. No, because they're too smart. <laughs> what? If somebody else can get to our galaxy before, you know, the the essence of Mass Effect was we was too stupid to get to where everybody else well, was. Well, they had like a highway. <laughs> we just didn't know how to get on the highway. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, how did we get on this what ramp? What if the highway is right outside of Pluto and we just can't travel that way? Well. But either way, even if it is, and even if we send a rover out there yeah. to see it, we still don't got the technology to, to get, get out there back. with a human. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like, I'm saying? We, you would have to leave as a baby, and then your grandkids might maybe see the destination. Exactly. Yeah. So if an alien group gets here, by default, they got us beat on something. I don't <laughs> no, want to like, fuck with these them. These niggas got some other they shit. They need to go to the government. I'm going to call the local FBI. 
What they gonna do? They That's gonna who you supposed to call when shit like this happens. They already this nigga. You gotta get on that ship or they gonna blow up the planet. Then the FBI gonna have to come and put me on that ship. <laughs> Everybody. They gonna the have whole to come. Earth is gonna come to yeah. your door. <laughs> they gonna have to come threaten my goddamn family. <laughs> they are they gonna, gonna snatch say, your ass out. They said they gonna kill all of us if you don't get on that hey, ship. <laughs> like, my nigga, I'm sorry, but this your your rise here. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, I ain't. I'm gonna call the FBI. The FBI gonna... First off, they're going to be like, They're okay. going to laugh. Yeah, they're going to be like, <laughs> We what? heard about you on Twitter. Click. <laughs> no, nah, they're going to. I imagine they're not going to know. Really? Hmm. Well, I, I would. There was something that just recently happened. I swear I'm not into all this crazy. Well, I am into a lot of the crazy stuff. But there was something that recently happened where there was like this, um, this object that passed through our solar system. And they said it was from another solar system. But the conspiracy were. All right. For the, <laughs> the audience that don't listen to our podcast i try to dive off into the the deep end of bullshit but there was uh this probe is what they called it floating around in our atmosphere recently they said it potentially could have came from another species i mean not surprising space Mm -hmm. is vast and big i'm just waiting for some shit to happen in my lifetime i don't know what it's gonna be i'm waiting for it it could just be something as simple as an unknown new material floating in the space that, that would we be find. Amazing. Yeah. You know, or it could be that we discover some kind of living creatures on another planet. It just don't seem plausible that we're going to find them in our galaxy because the planets outside of Earth or so have such harsh conditions hmm. that they're not going to be able to live. It's either too cold, uh, too hot, or too poisonous. Yeah. On the planets around our system. But then you so, get to like Mars, then it's just right. It's still within that Goldilocks zone, but there's still nothing there. Ain't Mars really gaseous as it pertains to like the atmosphere? It is. So, I mean, we that won't could, be able to breathe that shit. Oh, no. We would have to terraform it. But Yeah. It's, they fuck up this thing enough, they might have to pack up our bags. Hell no. Nah, I ain't going with no aliens. Man. You wouldn't go with no aliens? Would you? I mean, nah, I nah. won't even move to Canada. Like, <laughs> I ain't even moving to Canada with the bullshit going on in America. Like, right. I am I definitely him a die <laughs> because I start thinking about uh, Thor. And Canada got weed now that's legal. <laughs> you ain't gonna move. Oh, you you don't, I don't smoke. You don't drink or smoke. But a part of me not doing it is because it's illegal. No, so now it's legal. I my don't nigga. know what's gonna happen when that change. You try it. But uh, I think you having some weird dreams. I, all my dreams last night was about androids and robots from playing play Detroit that game? become human. <laughs> yes, my brain created a whole new d- d- dynamic with this that game in my head and my wow. dreams. That shit was crazy as hell. You were about to say something about moving to Canada, and I cut you off. I can't. I don't. I'm, I wouldn't even move to Canada because I feel like I'm supposed to be here. But mm. it made me think about Thor Ragnarok, where when uh, I mean, when Hulk car? actually turned back to. David Banner, yeah. and he realized he wasn't on Earth. Yeah. He was like, oh, shit, I'm freaking out, <laughs> bro. Like, like, what year is this? Yeah, like, yeah. imagine going to another planet and not knowing what kind of flora they going to have, what kind of fauna they going to have, yeah. and, and you just seeing some crazy shit. Like, did you see all of Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. That episode where they had the uh, all the Jerry's, where they dropped them off at the Jerry the daycare, yeah. and it was one scene where he went outside and he saw so much crazy shit in a matter of two minutes. Yeah. He just went the fuck back inside. <laughs> right. Like, I, 
I, didn't they switch him around? They got the wrong Jerry. Yeah, they yeah. they got the wrong Jerry. It's that's part of the whole conspiracy theory in the whole game. Oh, is it? Yeah, because a couple of them episodes we not following around the Jerry, and the more that we think we following around, mm. we following around. We not following around the ones from uh, Universe. I think it's three eight seven. They ain't three eight seven. I don't know the number. Yeah. It's three eight C or something like. Well, the main Rick and Morty that we started following. At some point, we following a different one. The theory gotcha. is that the universe where uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole exists yeah. is following the wrong Jerry, the Rick and Morty. Oh, that's when they that's, switched. Yeah, that's okay. why they had him like in the intros and stuff. That's supposed to have been a different universe. I thought it was just me. I was like, I don't remember seeing him, but maybe he was there the whole time. Then I watched another episode, like an older episode, and he wasn't there. Yeah, that's. Yeah. but he didn't show up until after that episode where they switched ah. their tickets out. That's so it's supposed to be that we was following the wrong Jerry, Jerry and them around. It might have been you who told me this. Yeah, it's and I think sense. in between that was that episode where they met that fart, the, the glass fart? cloud. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, bye Bye Moon Man, that. he was singing that song. Yeah. I can't. I was singing, but I can't remember exactly how it goes. And then the episode after that was one where they had that virus in the house. Yeah, that virus came from the fart episode, but but poopy butthole didn't come in until after that episode where they switched to Jerry. So uh, it was that one, uh, the one with uh, the fart where they fat, they had them little um diamonds, mm-hmm. and then Jerry threw them away in the house, and then they had the well, one that's where, where the, the, the virus, the virus the came from was a diamond, right? Yes. Okay. Because it it's showed like some purple stuff on it. Yeah, the purple. Yeah. One. It showed Jerry stealing it during the fart, or, or <laughs> Rick stealing it during the fart episode. Throwing it away in the house during the yeah. other episode, and then they—that's sh- the when they shot Poop, Mr. Poopy Butthole. At I the wonder end. how they write that show, for them to have layers on top of layers and stuff like this. I'm, I'm sure they got a giant board with all the arcs on it. Ain't no telling, but I just know that because the people on Reddit mm-hmm. came up with that theory, and it turned out to be damn near correct. They're gonna make this shit so complicated moving forward. I already know yeah, it, man. Yeah, with the, the next season, I think there was supposed to be releasing a trailer for it, the new season. I'm ready. Yeah, Rick and Morty is my shit. They ordered seventy something new episodes. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that means they're gonna split that up in three or four seasons, or if that's gonna be like they're just gonna keep this show running like hell. Nah, I think they're gonna split it in seasons. They're gonna need. They're gonna good. have to to see what the reaction is, and then see how they're gonna keep going forward to the stories. Yeah, that they got. Maybe it just won't be that much time between. The next ones or whatever. All right, what we got? Look, if y'all want to send a letter in um to the show, uh, www dot. I don't know why I said that. I, <laughs> I was wondering no that too. I was look, like, Facebook, I never say this part. <laughs> Facebook uh, Messenger. Look for Conversation Con Artists. You can send us a message. Uh, Conversation Con Artists at Gmail dot com, or you can go to my Twitter or Instagram inbox and do it like that. Uh, Michael has a response for us from the Bohemian Rhapsody episode, giving his yes. input. Uh, and we talked about that, mm-hmm. um, I think, on the show last week. But I, I saw the uh, the length. It's a long letter, yeah. but it's very potent. Mm. And I think the consideration is that me and Red, after we release this episode on Tuesday, may release another episode just closer to that. the weekend, okay. just tackling that letter. 
because it really bring up a lot of points that I, you know, want to talk about in the in that dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't want to leave anything out of the letter because it's a really good Man. response to everything. And it seemed like he was covering a lot of the. Oh well, you you you'll talk about it. Yeah, it he gives a lot of in, insight uh, on that. But uh, where you want to go first with this conversation? <sighs> Uh well, you want to go to the big big topic? I know we're gonna spend a lot of time on it, but we two guys, right? Right. I'm single. I don't know about your situation, but there's a lot of things that self care is important. Very. We want to make sure that we're mentally and physically okay. So guys go to the gym and work out. You know, guys go to therapists, talk about their problems, and sometimes you got issues yourself that you just got to work out by yourself and uh tumblr very popular social media app that i like to use and peruse because it's got you know things that i like to look at on there but recently tumblr was removed from the apple app store over child pornography issues damn yes that's what i said when i went to tumblr and i went to look for some of my favorite topics i ain't trying to go too too deep but uh Bro, them Tumblers and Reddits and all of that shit, if you get too deep in any of that, y- you could potentially go somewhere you ain't meaning to go. You will. And with Tumblr, the way they do theirs is it has hashtags. So you can search by hashtags. You can type in hashtags and then scroll through all the different profiles that has everything on there. And it's tons of explicit content on there. You can find anything and everything you want. I mean, if you like scat love, it's on Tumblr. I don't be looking that up, but it's, <laughs> it's one of the craziest thing I can think of. But um, they said they use a database for every image that's uploaded to Tumblr. They use the federal database that matches these pictures. And so if that picture is hit on the database and it's known to be child pornography, they delete it. Tumblr says that since people are just uploading just random photos from their phones, it's not matching any of those photos in the database. So it wasn't hitting the database, so they wasn't deleting them right away. But once they found out it was child pornography, they started erasing it and erasing it. But they had a random audit that went through and scanned the majority of the material that was on there, and they said, yo, this is filled with child pornography. So they took it down. It's still available on the Google, um, on Android, but as far as iOS it's no longer available. The reason why I'm talking about it is because you read Reddit a lot. You like all the community content that people post down yeah. there. Do you feel like it's okay for them to snatch down an app that does things like this? I think it's okay to protect their brand from what they think may bring it down. Now, Tumblr is owned by Yahoo. So Yahoo's been having financial issues for years. So, I mean, yes, protection of the brand is okay. Me, personally, I feel like it should never have been uploaded. Like, there should be somebody reviewing it as soon as it's pushed up. Yeah, but, you know, with these websites, it's really easy to create communities, and those communities can really easily hide and cover up what they're really trying to do. Because what if it—even if it ain't pictures, Mm -hmm. Because that's just a stupid community. If mm-hmm. you uploading illegal stuff, you ain't got no business. I'm not saying that you should do it. Something that fucking heinous. It's child pornography. You should not do it. You shouldn't <laughs> like, do that. What I'm saying, down. but I'm saying that if you upload pictures, you're stupid. Like you could oh. you could have like you could have a whole community of people who watch 
something they ain't got no business watching mm-hmm. with links to locked accounts with different ways where they don't go through no database like that. Like yeah. they could post links of things and well, that's, that's what they do. The, that's one of the things about Tumblr is so easily used. You can upload links, you can upload photos, videos, whatever you want. And it's just simple. I, it's, it's an open platform. What was that other one? The, uh, alt right platform is gap something like that. I don't know. Uh, oh, Ngag. Is it in gag? You ain't talking about a nine gag maybe. No, I don't think that was it. I, it was a conservative media platform. It just recently got taken down. I think it was called Gap. I, I could be wrong. Gap. Yeah. Mm, nine gag is another one, but I've never. What really is used nine, gag? nine gag? It was. It was. Is there like nine people? When Twitter one, one? and all that started, I don't know why they called it what they called it, but when <laughs> it started, this was like going toe to toe with all of them other yeah. ones. But it quickly, quickly it fell disappeared. off. Disappeared. This one recently just went away, but. Those communities, the reason why I'm saying it now is because we're going to talk about something with the First Amendment rights. You have the right to say whatever you want to say, but when you're on these platforms, you're you're easily going to violate the rules and regulations those platforms have. So you can't just go up there and post any kind of material on there and expect nobody to do anything about it. I think the problem is that Tumblr wasn't doing enough about it. Well, of course they're not because people are coming to their, their site. They're going to, you know, use their product. As long as you're laxed on it, they're going to keep continue to come. It's just not smart. I mean, it's so many different. I hate this. I mean, I want everybody who's doing child porn to get caught Yeah. and watching child porn to get caught. So as stupid as they can do it, they should. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go to Tumblr to figure out how to do credit card scams. I'm nah. going to the dark web. Yeah. I'm going to have a VPN. I'm going to have a whole bunch of shit that keeps my IP address from being detectable and keeps me in yeah. a safe zone. If you are silly enough to use something like Tumblr to do that, then you need to be caught. And if Tumblr mm. is foolish enough to let people who are silly enough to put stuff like that on their website, then they should have some accountability. I agree. And if Apple is vigilant enough to have uh, to to audit the apps that are on their program that are silly enough to let people come on there who are stupid enough to put that shit on their right. app, then Apple should take they can take that shit off of they. they I mean, it's their, their platform. Platform they want. If to. you're violating their rules and regulations, you got to go. Yeah, and, and that's that's question is know. why isn't Google? Google, a I mean, Apple is already like a closed platform. It ain't yeah. like an open platform like Google. It's really easy to get an well, Apple on true. Google Store. For Apple, you got to go through a whole bunch of training, a whole bunch of processes. They, you know, Apple mm-hmm. had, at one point had a, uh, it was an app called a Baby Shaker app. I don't even know how it got through. <laughs> but the person who made it, made you, it a, to Apple a Specs. Baby? Yeah, you, you when you shake your phone so much, the baby die. <laughs> oh, it dies. Whoa. Yes, it's, that's what happens when you shake a baby. Shaking babies, <laughs> babies die. They for, brains for those who couldn't on. see my expression changed yeah, immediately. He He's like, "Oh, I didn't know." I yeah, didn't you know can't shake do babies. Not do not shake a baby. They brains, they brains ain't nothing I thought but they jello. All cartilage and earlobe, as you call them. They brain is that's the problem. They brain is jello. They head ain't even hard. They got a little soft spot on the top of their head. <laughs> it's a weak spot. Yeah, you can't. You hit so it for you massive can't. damage. Yeah, no, do not. No yeah. maximum damage. I'm joking, no but damage. don't don't shake babies. No. <laughs> don't shake the baby. But they had an app that got through. But they canceled that shit out. Like, Apple like get this shit off my platform. Yeah, Apple don't play that shit. Google is a lot more lax with their rules. Um, but at the end of the day, 
that's just Apple appealing to who Apple feel like they need to appeal to. Mm. Android Android got uh, got different people that they give a fuck about. Clearly, and Google don't give a fuck about like because Google can say that ain't we ain't put the porn on there. Yeah, I mean it's it's based on the user. You know, to be to be to, for the app to be uh, accessible, they did everything they need to do for the app to be accessible to the users. It, mm. Like it don't fall back on Google and it don't fall back on Apple. But see the optics of the yeah, shit. The optics is bad. You like get you an iPhone, you can get child porn on it. <laughs> like no 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 that ain't the whole story. Yeah, you missing something. Yeah, you missing a lot, and. You watching child porn, you need to go away anyway. Yeah, exactly. Nobody, you don't want to see that. I don't shit. see how people anyway. I was gonna try to come over here and not talk about porn, and I end up talking <laughs> about porn. We did you talk about the wrong kind of porn? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is not a fun, fun porn hey, conversation. Go, go, go. <laughs> but it's all good. So there's a photo of these uh, kids in Wisconsin. It's not in Wisconsin. It's in I Oregon. I think you said, or, yeah, Oregon. Who, during their uh, prom photo, um, <laughs> the photographer was like, hey, uh, do some kind of, you know, put your arms up or something like that. And I guess a couple of people put up a Nazi salute, and then everybody put up a Nazi oh, salute. Oh, this is fun. And they snapped the photo. And oh man, it came under a lot of scrutiny. There's actually a dude in the picture who don't have his arm up, who kind of turned his back away from him a little bit, mm-hmm. because clearly he didn't know this was gonna happen, but he didn't want to be associated with what they was doing. And um, he was basically on CNN talking about how it was just impromptu; nobody expected it to be like this. I just don't understand why a photographer would post it, would edit and post this. That's one thing I don't know. It's going back to the whole blackface thing. Like, because you know it's controversial and it's not right, that doesn't mean anybody else does. <laughs> this is funny to me. It's a gag. It's a joke. But no, when you have the wrong person looking at it, it's like, yo, my family was killed by these guys. How are you going to sit here and portray this? So what's what's happening to these students? Are they getting nothing? Now, I'm not saying something should happen, but I wanted this conversation to be... <laughs> I wanted this conversation to be because the reason is because of fir- uh, First Amendment freedom of speech. Okay. So what are the limits of freedom of speech? When do we stop somebody from doing something? When should the government stop somebody from doing something? Or when should when state impe- and local give you consequences for doing you doing something? When you're impeding somebody else's freedom of speech first. And then when you're also going to cause harm. That's what I would see. But is this... This ain't necessarily stopping anybody from saying anything. It's not, but it's causing harm. But it's not illegal. It's frowned upon. So being that it's something that's frowned upon, what should a government do? I don't think a government should do anything about I say government. I don't think a (laughs) government should do anything about that. I think that it should come from the, the school first. It, was this a prom picture that they were yeah. having for the school prom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the school needs to expel all of them. Expel is really yeah, I don't want them in my school doing this shit. Get out of here. Only the ones who put their hands up? Yes, or? this is not a joke. Americans bled and died fighting people like this, fighting this ideology. And for them to be infected with this same ideal here in America, this shit doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's... How much 
how much allowance should young kids have for being young? And young ignorant? kids are going to be stupid. Young kids are impressionable. But you got to know at a certain level that there's a right and a wrong. Following Hitler is wrong. Your grandfather died. I'm sure you, if you go maybe two generations back, I ain't going to say that. I'm sure if you go, yeah, two generations back, somebody knows somebody who was in that war during that time. That's not cool. You shouldn't joke about this shit. That's like, to me, okay, let's let's change. Instead of them having their hand up in a Nazi salute, what if they all had nooses? Would you, would, is that wrong? You don't think so? I mean, I think it's, I don't like the shit. I wouldn't like the shit. No, nah, it's distasteful, right? Yeah. When you want the school to do something? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know what the school could do that's going to make a difference expel them by saying we don't tolerate this bullshit i don't think that's gonna make a good difference hmm. i think that's gonna make a bad difference what, I, what do you think they, they parents are gonna come down on the school you don't expel my child for just being a kid what's happening in our society now is when white people get consequences for doing things that are racist they get mad at black people They've been mad at black people. They, I'm sorry you getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar. They get Stop extra, stealing cookies. They get extra mad at black people. That's what happened. Then what? This ain't got nothing to do with black people right here. I've literally had multiple people in different dialogues saying that, you know, maybe some of these issues with the black community and, you know, the white community could be fixed if black people weren't so mad, you know. And I'm like. Well, when you say that, what you're acknowledging is that a problem exists, but you have conditions by which you're willing to fix the problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're saying that we got to be all nice and goddamn appeasing for to you in order for you to acknowledge it's something you'll fix. Like, why well, I got to do a jig and a dance right. for you to make things better for me when you already acknowledge that they're fucked up things? Well, because they don't want to acknowledge that they're fucked up things. It's in denial, like... White, denial is real. White America's in a constant state of denial because, and I understand it because you're telling a culture some bullshit about themselves. Hmm. If I told you some bullshit about you right now, mm -hmm. you're going to be like, where you get that from? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. what's your assessment? If you said some bullshit about me, I take constructive criticism very well, but I'm going to want to know. But you're not the average human being. <laughs> You, yeah, you I, say that, you I say that as nice as possible. <laughs> this nigga don't get mad at nothing. <laughs> I'm like, half of the stories y'all be talking about, I'll be like, dog, cuss. At least get mad. Get upset. <laughs> show some emotion. All right, but no. You know, it, it's... Go ahead. The jig is up, man. Like, we know, all right? White people, we, it, all you need to say, <laughs> not all, it starts with the dialogue apologize even though you ain't did shit your your ancestor did but we're still living up under those same conditions even though it might be a little bit different because we got affirmative action we got a few other programs that help i know you're gonna say affirmative action that came for the ladies but it kind of helped try to even the playing field but the playing field is still not even i don't know man i you know you don't think they should apologize at least? Yes. And start the dialogue? Like, okay, well, we apologize might be strong. Um, I won't it's just acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I mean, everybody knows it happened. Like, I don't think there's any slavery deniers. Well, it's one of those things where 
I'm gonna give you the example that I even gave before. Mm-hmm. I'm probably said on here before and talked to you about before. But if your granddaddy killed my granddaddy, mm-hmm. right, and because of that, my family struggled, and your family flourished. Mm-hmm. You know, the way black people are right now is we going to your house and kicking in your door and saying you owe me an apology, you owe me some money. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling because of shit you did. You have benefited and gained from my grandfather's death. Right. And your your grandfather living has helped y'all thrive. You owe us something. You very well may feel that empathy and sympathy. You may very well be able to acknowledge all of that shit that existed. Mm-hmm. But the way I went about it, you're going to put a shotgun up to my face and say, get the fuck out of my house. I feel you. But if we try to we have a situation. Well, if we, if we want to go about it that way, how about we do it the legal way? The land that you're living on isn't yours. If we find a deed to this house, I'm sure somewhere back in history is going to say, well, you stole this land too. Well, I was having a conversation with a friend who I was saying that the black community is too angry. And when you're trying to deliver a potent message, you can't be angry and effective. Yeah. You either have to be angry and want them to see what you've done to me, but you can't be effective or you have to shelf that anger (laughs) in order to be effective with what you're trying to accomplish. As long as we're angrier than we are willing to be effective. I'm not sure if we ain't going to be able to, we not going to be able to say the right words. And I don't want to act like it's on the black community to resolve those problems. It's not racism is a white person problem. The acknowledgement of it is we're frustrated. We're to the point is like, look, man, God damn it. Every week there's something else. What can I do? You guys clearly don't want to listen to us. You clearly don't want to acknowledge it. We're down to the last. We're frustrated. And so anger is usually the outcome of frustration. But unfortunately, you can't make a point when you're frustrated. Like you're saying, if you're too angry, you're just not going to it's not going to convey the right way. I've talked to a lot of uh, white people. In the way I talk to people, mm-hmm. I don't get mad. I'm calm. I'm rational. I say what I think needs to be said to reach somebody. That's mm-hmm. how I do. And and and. But done it, it it misses them, right? Well, no, not all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in a Facebook group where I do have some shit that I say that is a little bit too extreme for them. But my willingness to just be patient, yeah, is is something that Dave said. Every now and then they pop up and be like. I, you know, used to look at it a little bit different, but sometimes when Eddie be having conversations in here, it make me look at things in ways I never have, and that's mainly because he he says it better. He says it right. It's not angry. And I hate that there has to be a condition on what's being said for somebody to accept it. Right. Like, everybody don't talk like me, and, and I want to be angry yeah. sometimes. But I'm not an angry person like that, so it don't. No, nah, no, nah, let your anger out. So I just, it, it ain't it don't it don't it ain't coming out. Well, the the problem is is you're right. They don't they want us to come to them in their own terms, but you got to be able to be willing to be open to talk about these things. And there's a lot of languages out here. Like English isn't the only language. You know, when people are upset, they're mad. They're trying to tell you something for a reason. Is because you're not listening. Just fucking open your ears and listen one time. And my issue is, a part of me is like, hey, 
I can talk to them like this. They're going to get my message. It, I feel like you ain't got to put on these airs to talk to these motherfuckers. These people need to listen to you first. Well, this ain't, I don't, I ain't really talking to them special. I just, right. this is just how I talk, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, they, I talk in a way to help people translate it in way. Like in my head, as a counselor, right. the way I look at people when I, when I communicate with them is like a locker, combination locker. If you meet the person with the right attitude, the right vocabulary, the right verbiage, the right dialect, the right syntax, on the right day, if you put together the combination of words just right, you can unlock anybody's mind of what you're trying to get them to understand. You're right. You know, the problem is the fact that you don't know what it takes to get that message to that person is like going into a school with 3,000 lockers in it and just going to one and trying to it's put in a random combination. Yeah, it's just not going to work. It's hard. You got mm-hmm. to have some pre-existing uh, relationship. You got to have a positive disposition. You got to have certain things. You got to have a locker number. And it's the, same, it's the same thing for if you're trying to get a job. You got to adjust yourself mm-hmm. to how you're going to communicate with the people in the interview if you really want that job. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a hard sell to do. But like I'm saying, a part of me is saying that I think that I'm going to talk to them like this and it's going to make things better. But another part of me think that it don't matter what I say, mm-hmm. they just going to continue to feel the way that they feel. And so a part right. of me feel like I'm turning my wheels. But that the other side makes me wonder, so what can we do then? What can we do now, to have a bigger dialogue, like how many black people have to die? Well, how clearly, many statistics have to? Clearly, it's not people dying because motherfuckers don't care about this. I, on my show this week, we talk about a story where a news reporter reported a, on a death. OK, an officer involved shooting. A man was having his uh, I think it was a gender reveal party and he was outside. Police pulled up and said he fits the description. Uh, he started to run. They released a canine dog. The man shot and killed the canine dog. They killed the man who was running. The whole news article, the news story was about a dog dying. People were having these candlelight visuals for the dog that's dead. They were crying. They was hugging the police officers. They didn't spend but maybe two seconds explaining the situation about the black man who died. But the rest of the story is about this dog. Was he actually who they were looking for? No. This man died. Their family destroyed over some bullshit. But my problem is the way they reported it. They spent all day talking about a fucking animal, a dog, and didn't give two shits about a human being. Our life means nothing to these You know, families had dogs when Jim Crow was going on. Yeah, you know when niggas couldn't whistle at white women, dogs was still kissing their owners in the mouth. You know, dogs have always been regarded more, much more. A lot of people who love dogs regard mm-hmm. them as higher than people anyway. But people who regard people and dogs similarly, yeah. dogs still beat black people for a lot of white people. Well, this is ridiculous. Some people dog. don't put it on that level, but where's the empathy? Then you talk about a service dog. You it's know, a, man. That got to me. I don't, I don't know if it gets to you, but there's no empathy when it comes to death in our community. I know you know the Patrice O'Neill stand-up. Yeah. Elephant in the room. Yeah. Where he talked about how <laughs> black people, how they perceive black people with puppies. 
They're like, bring me a bucket of water. I'll drown a puppy right now. Right. Like he said, every, he said, I love animals. I love animals. Like I, if I see some shit happen to an animal, I cry. I cry. And he was like, but let the TV and media tell it. You know, black people hate dogs so much I mean, that you be in the middle of a news story be like man fuck dogs man i don't give a fuck about no dogs man right. bring me a bucket of water i'll drown a puppy right now like yeah. that's how man the propaganda campaign against black people has been it's so strong. goddamn strategic yeah. and successful that it's so much shit about us that's this is wrong perceptually fucked up that's yeah. wrong well they Damn, I can't remember the lady name. You know that lady who was showing those kids, those dolls, they gave them like the little white doll. Yeah. And then they gave them a black doll and the kids was like, I don't want to play with this ugly black doll. Yeah. They did the same thing, but with black people. They showed a group of kids. Uh, it was just, I forgot the black guy's name. And then they showed the group of kids a white dude and it was Timothy McVeigh. They were like, who seems to be the nicer person? And they all pointed to Timothy McVeigh. It's like colorism, man. It's colorism. It's perceived. It's, it's about what our society's pushing on these kids. These are kids of today. They shouldn't have any. Well, you're going to have some connections to the past, but it shouldn't be as strong as it is. Yeah. Like black people are allowed to go wherever they need to go. Why are people still afraid of us? That propaganda campaign, man. And, and white America can always get away from black America. Always. Mm. We can never get away from white America. Nigga, we can't even stay in the hood. They gentrifying them bitches. I mean, <laughs> I don't even mean like clearly white people can move to Vermont yeah, yeah. and never have to deal with white people. They can move to oh, you, uh, you mean black people. What? You said white people can move to Vermont and never have to deal with black people? Yes. Okay. Yes. White people can move to states that have less than one percent black people right. and avoid it. You can move to Idaho. It's Utah. It's states they can move to. Outside of Boise, like the black population in Idaho is in Boise, Idaho. Outside of that is White Town, USA. They can go places. But not only that, they can come to their home after hours. And their Facebook feed don't have to have black shit in it. Well, it's your feed. You choose what you want in it. If you don't want no black people, you ain't going to follow them. Based on the people you follow, like they can literally come home and not worry about seeing black people outside of law and order but you flip it around black people have everything to worry yeah about. like <laughs> i can't go i can't find a i'm gonna scroll down and even my black friends are sharing videos that got white people on it could be talking about yeah. them tasty recipes right they'd be scrolling up and they're like we can't get away from that how pissed were you when you found out the shooter was was black what shooter uh the gallery of mall at shooter. the mall yeah Nah, it well, made, well, it the, wasn't really a mass. Don't ain't defined as a mass shooting. I don't think I said mass, but when we found out the guy who was killed, I said shooter, but the guy who was killed was uh was black. I, I, was I already knew it. You did. I knew it. Damn. I did. I knew. Part of me said, was saying it was gonna be some other. When it said, listen, <laughs> when it says police shot a suspect. That's cold. He's been black too many times to assume that it's, he's white. Damn. He's been, like, when I hear mass shooting, I hear white people. That's white, man. When I hear police kill the suspect, yeah, I assume black. it's a black person. Damn. Because a dude got into a gunfight with the Pelham police recently, and he got apprehended. Guess what color he was? He was white. Exactly. They don't use, they don't use apprehension. Yes, no. <laughs> This is the pa- like, hmm. okay. So let's go on into this. Story. Yeah, let's do it. 
if y'all didn't know, do you want to introduce the story? Nah, this is your show. If y'all didn't know, this is like <laughs> when I drive down my driveway and take a right and go all the way to the light, I can see the Galleria Mall. I say it's three minutes away from me. It is that close. It's you yeah. closer to it than I yeah, am. I was in the bed when this happened. I heard the sirens, but continue. So there was an altercation apparently in the Galleria. Let me tell you what's reported. It's reported <laughs> that there's an altercation in the Galleria, which is the mall. That altercation led to a shooting. What was originally reported was, and because after that shooting, the police shot a suspect. Right. Hoover Police Department, because this is in Hoover, Alabama, immediately released that they shot and killed the suspect. Shot and killed a suspect mm-hmm. that shot an 18 year old and a 12 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they started looking at this officer that stopped it as a hero. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Shortly after that, like 28, 24 hours, less later. than 24 hours. Yeah. Hoover PD released an update uh, because what I assume happened is that when uh, they got this man's gun, they realized it hadn't been fired. Yeah, no. Turns out they shot the man that didn't even shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. If they're saying that he was a part of the original altercation, but he isn't the one who shot the 18-year-old and the 12-year-old. So... What have you heard? Not going off of articles, but what have you heard the actual story was? What I've heard the story is, is that the the guy that got shot and the 18-year-old and somebody who the 18-year-old was with mm-hmm. got into it around Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. And they got into it, and some at some point, somebody pulled out a gun. And shot the 18 year old and the 12 year old right now this story i have don't make sense because they were saying that the, the per the shooter was the person with the 18 year old oh really? but the 18 year old got shot so how why would somebody who was with the 18 year old have shot him so some so to me it's making it seem like because i don't believe the dude they shot was even in the altercation oh man well, oh really Okay, pro, okay, that makes sense because the story I heard was that the dude who was shot was in the altercation and the 18-year-old and him got into an argument. And so after that, somebody got shot, somebody ran off. There's two versions of this story. One version was that the dude who got shot and killed, he was holding the dude down because he had already shot him who accidentally shot the 12-year-old. So he had his gun drawn on him subduing the guy and then other people also had their guns out and then the police officer ran up and saw the black dude with the gun and shot and killed him the other version of the story is that the guy who shot the dude ran away dumped his gun off by the santa claus downstairs because i heard they found another gun in the uh mm-hmm. in the mall and the black dude again was just somebody just helping out the situation ended up getting shot because he was a bystander yeah, that's th- those are the stories I heard. The first one is not yeah. accurate. Okay. The first one, Hoover PD came back and said that that wasn't Shit. accurate. But this the problem. The problem is whoever shot the 18-year-old mm-hmm. had to be who the conflict was with. I don't well, believe yeah, you just don't shoot nobody. Man, shut up. Stop arguing. Oh, pow. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't believe on. I don't believe the 21-year-old they shot 
was mm-hmm. in the conflict. I think that they using that because it was in their original story and it gives them a, a, a way of controlling the narrative so he at least looked like okay. he's somewhat of a problem. Well, I will say the aunt of the, the man who was killed came out and she was saying the way she found out about his death was through Facebook. And she said he was involved in the original conflict, but he didn't have nothing to do with the shooting part. I want. I, I wanted the time because I wanted a time frame between all of these conflicts. It's black. Oh, okay, because so this happened at Black Friday. Like uh, the th- this is the largest mall in Alabama, or in I think it's the largest mall in Alabama. This is the biggest mall in Birmingham. It's Black Friday, so you know how crowded sales are here. Black Friday, people just rush the stores to buy all this crap that's not even really marked down for real. But anyway. I just don't think I don't think I think he could have been involved in a conflict at a store mm-hmm. because I imagine a bunch of people getting wild about trying to get certain yeah. shoes and stuff. I don't believe he had anything to do with the conflict as it pertained to the shooting because well, he what is reported is that he wasn't close enough to the shooting. Oh, man. This is what people Why are would he have his gun out. That's the issue that I'm having with this. Story. So this is what we got to talk about. OK, he's a military man. Now, what what they said was he didn't he had not finished his military training. It's people that are saying he's a veteran. I heard he was a he had honorable dis. That's what people are saying, but it's saying Damn. that he was training to be in the military. He oh, didn't, really? had not finished his training yet. This is what I've heard. Well, I've heard that makes were, sense if I've he was only twenty one. Veterans, I've heard all this stuff. If he's only twenty one, he went in at eighteen. That you got to do at least four years. Yeah. So the timeline's not matching up. So I I don't know. I know I mean, it don't seem like he's a veteran and I don't know what would have given him an honorable discharge, but I don't know. Mm. He might have been. Yeah. His family did clear up that he was not active duty mm. when they did their press release. The Galleria has signs posted that says guns prohibited. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when I was scrolling down the comments, they were saying stuff like, "Why did he have a gun anyway? Why did he have a gun?" So Let me tell you something about Alabama law. Anywhere where there is a gun prohibited sign, Mm -hmm. it's not legally binding for you to not be able to have a gun there. You can have your gun in a place that says guns prohibited. The only way that you can't have a gun where it says gun prohibited is if that place has security screening everybody for guns, biometric or metal detectors in which they're nah. screening everybody else for guns because think about this. If they say no guns, it's going to get to that same d- dynamic where the people who don't follow the rules going to have their guns and the people who follow the rules going to leave their guns well, in the car. Out of the mixed stories that we're getting from this, they said other people had their guns. And drawn. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so You can legally have guns. So this goes to the American dialogue of if everybody was armed, yeah. then the good guys can stop the bad guys. I will, so what happened was everybody who was concealed carrying pulled out their guns guns, because what if they come my way what if i see somebody running towards me and so what i'm trying to figure out is if this man Mm. was running away from the scene and fleeing the scene like everybody else was and he happened to have his gun and he had his gun out in this pandemonium what was the criteria that those that officer chose to make to, to shoot him he looked at everybody else running other people Allegedly have their guns out, but he shoots this one man. All right, so before we get to that point, the Galleria Mall, I've, I've with my job, I've worked in the Galleria Mall. 
So when I get there, I have to check in with security. Security office has a door, two doors, one on the exit, one door on the entrance. It has a push button that you have to get them to push on the inside to open the door. Once you walk into the, the actual security room, there's monitors on top of monitors on top of monitors everywhere with cameras in there. Those cameras have facial recognition technology in there. They can easily see who's in that mall. To me, if they want to clear up any of this, showing us the, the video would help, you know, squash any questions about it. If there's a perceived cover up trying to happen here or if it's the wrong person, they can identify the shooter. They wouldn't show that to us, though. What they're going to do is they're going to confiscate that for an investigation purpose, mm -hmm. and they're going to hold on to it until a judge say they have to release it. This is how it happens every time yeah. in every city. That's why we keep seeing these flurries of videos being released where something that happened in 2016, right. and we just not getting the, the video. Yeah. It's because of, uh, the they've been fighting from getting it released mm -hmm. because what police do is they go into protection mode. And right when this stuff happened, Hoover PD came out and said, hey, we killed a shooter, you know, but the fact that they realized he wasn't the shooter means that there was a violent person in the community still at large. Mm -hmm. They had to fix that. They had to say, okay, it turns out that this guy didn't fire his gun, but he was still involved in the altercation. I just don't understand mm -hmm. how, I don't understand, because the timeline of an altercation happening where your gun would be pulled, mm -hmm would have to, like, he would have to have shot his weapon. All right, b before we get to that point, because we haven't talked about the officers just yet. Okay. So, going back to the situation, it's Black Friday. It's crowded. There's tons of people there. Put yourself in the shoes of the officer. Before we get to that, before we start talking about what happened, you've got calls coming through on your radio, shots fired, people are getting killed, or somebody's been shot. Damn, that's the worst part. Nobody died until the police came. Um, so the police are trying to respond. They're rushing in. They're rushing in. They got their guns drawn. They're looking. They're obsessing the crowd. They see a man standing over somebody else, possibly a man running maybe. They get to a guy. I guess he met, he fits the description. Maybe they said black male. They could not have got a description. Yeah. Because it Cause, happened. Uh, they in, responded to gunshots. They mm. didn't respond to who shot or what happened. Mm. They nobody would at that moment would have been able to tell them this is the description because everybody's running, and I and what I don't would leave I don't believe they even got a call. You don't think I believe think they, they heard, heard the gunshots shots and ran and, and ran towards the, gun. the gunshots. So, damn, it's not looking good. So, my initial reaction was gunmen shooting in the mall. I'm glad they shot the man, hands down. Like it's thousands of people in there. I'm a gun advocate i love guns i feel like people should have them to protect yourself but in a situation like this where there's thousands of people you know shopping nobody has a gun to protect themselves i feel like the police did the right thing they saw the problem took care of it and it was done as time has progressed now i'm starting to think like damn why did they jump so quick to get to their gun I feel like these these officers have been trained so bad. I think training is poor for these officers. Their first instinct is to pull that gun and shoot somebody. But then you see other cases where people shoot up a whole church and they take that nigga to go get some Burger King. You know what I'm saying? They arrest him and then get him some food, then turn him in. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what's making these other guys stand out so much 
where they ready to get shot. So let me let me read you some of this. Okay. This is Hoover PD's update. Our department does not typically issue media updates during an internal investigation, but there was information discussed with local media last night that merits update and clarification. Because I watched the original one, and he was saying that, you know, we, we killed we a guy him. who shot these yeah. people. And AL.com, the comment section, was so oh, fucking bad. racist, inflammatory, flagrant. Ain't no, the, the worst words I can think of or how I would define that shit before they put this update out. When they put the update out, all the people who were being racist got yeah, silent. They, they went away, but then now they're trying to make it seem like it's... Uh, go ahead. Preliminary information gathered last night indicated that two individuals were involved in a physical altercation that led to a 21-year-old male shooting an 18-year-old male multiple times. The 18-year-old victim was indeed shot and transported to UAB Hospital, where he remains today. The 21-year-old male who was fleeing the shooting scene, as was everybody else in the mall, Fuck. while brandishing a handgun, was engaged, shot, and killed by a uniformed police officer. To me, the word brandishing is very important. Well, here. engaged is the worst word. That makes it sound like the police officer said, hey, put that gun down. No. That's not what happened. I don't think, I don't think there's... I don't interpret engaged as being that. I just think engaged is just what you say when a you police engage officer. in a dialogue. We're engaging each other right now. No, I think, but I think when we walk up on each other, we engage each, we engage in each other as well. Mm, it yeah. don't necessarily mean that he have to say anything. Um, well, man, the man might have been alive if he had said something. But I think brandishing is a key word. It is because he's to seen me, a man with a gun. That's it. It wasn't that he was pointing the gun at him in a in a threatening manner. It wasn't mm -hmm. that he was pointing the gun at anybody else in a manner. He, he just running. had his gun out excitedly because of what was going on. Well, again, I'm gonna put myself in that situation. If I concealed carry and I had a gun on me and I heard gunshots in the mall, of course I'm gonna be like, "Hey, I got to get the fuck out of here." But just in case if I run into somebody else, I got my gun. There was a story a couple years back where I think it was in Africa. These guys were shooting up a mall and somebody who had a concealed carry gun took out one of the shooters. I mean, I don't know. I'm always saying <laughs> this whole stuff has changed my, my thought process with guns. I leave my shit at the house. Fuck that shit. It's too dangerous to carry it. Even if I wanted to. Is that as a black man? As a black man, it's too dangerous to have that shit. Leave that shit alone. I might be able to talk to the officer. If I got a gun, that nigga's blowing my head the fuck off. So I I used to say, well, a guy with a gun might help, you know, might help the situation. Nah, not anymore. You got a gun, then niggas are going to kill you. Put it down. Leave it. Just, just get the fuck out. So the news reports now are that the police killed the wrong guy. Yeah. I got to give them credit for at least saying that. I wouldn't think they would come out and be like, yeah, we, we, we were wrong. I think they have to say that. I think they have. To, I think this don't get any better if they play the we not going to admit to our wrongs game because we going into defending this situation mode. Yeah. We have to defend the integrity of the blue. So we not going to say anything. Plus, they had to because there's still a shooter at large. Yeah. Well, I want to know with the people who are there, what, what are the eyewitnesses saying? I'm sure if I go on YouTube, I can find some Man, conflicting it, information. There's people out there saying I was right there, but they was at near the food court and shit. Like, <laughs> Foot Locker ain't next to the food nah, court. Nah, it's upstairs down on the Yeah, yeah. so I don't – They that don't make no sense to me. Hmm. But 
so are we saying this was a three-way conflict or are we saying the 18 year old and the 12 year old were both innocent bystanders because like i said the person who shot the 18 year old nah, i think there is a conflict the there. person who shot the 18 year old if it wasn't the 20 21 year old that's a three-way conflict well, the twelve-year-old was a little white girl. I know she was the. She <laughs> I was doubt she was fighting anybody over some shit. And the way the mama defined that was like, the girl got shot, and she was still walking around, and she was just like, "My back hurt." Oh shit! It was one of them situations where probably when she got hit, her body she went into shock sure. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was just walking with her grandma, and she was like, "Grandma, my back hurt," and that's when she checked her back, and she was bleeding. Oh my god! Yeah. But the bullet, the bullet went it in. It didn't hit any organs. It lodged right next to her spine. Uh, I don't know the re- uh, update, but they they said went, she was all right. They she went in to check. It. They were gonna leave the bullet in if it didn't do any spine damage. Um, Jesus Christ! But that's my thing. Like how I'm just trying to conceptualize what kind of three way conflict is going on. Well, I can see it. Somebody pulls a gun, shoots the guy who was all right. So the the guy who got shot, the original guy who didn't die. He pulls a gun. The other guy who shot him pulls his gun, shoots him before he can actually pull the trigger. As he's pulling his gun, his gun goes off and then hits the white girl. That's the only way. And I the twenty-one-year-old run away from the situation. Yeah, well, I don't even think he was involved, like you said. Like, yeah, I don't just think he was. You, I think he, he was just there, like, oh, if I see some bad guys, I got my gun and I'm ready. I feel like if this is how it played out, I feel like it's three dudes. One of them saying, I'm getting them motherfucking J's, nigga. Like, yeah. you mean you're going with that shit. Right. And another one saying, they better not be size 12s. And another one's like, you said 12s? Right. And then he said his piece, the 21-year-old, and the other two keep escalating. They keep escalating. I feel like maybe he said something, but I can't believe that he was this deeply involved in it. If one dude shot another dude, right. one of the dudes, the shooter got away and the 18-year-old got shot, that means that was the, the conflict was directly between those two. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to be right. Like, it's Black Friday. It were probably 20 people involved in this same 20. fucking conflict. It's probably like 50 to 60 people. You know, it's yeah. probably a whole bunch of people around here just talking shit to each other about this situation, but them two dudes escalate. I feel like it is just really strategic placement of them to say, he was involved in the conflict because at least in some degree, when you read them comments, oh, a little bit of if you read the AL.com comments, yeah. people are holding on deeply onto this. Why did he have a gun in the mall? There's signs outside of the gallery that say you can't have guns. Uh-huh. That's why I went into the dialogue about that. Don't them signs don't hold that much weight. No. Imagine if they did. Imagine if everybody that exists on private property could just say no guns. That would completely circumvent the second amendment. Right. People could just do that. That You can't do that. Yeah. And the only way that somebody can keep you from having your gun somewhere is if they have measures to make sure nobody got a fucking gun. Right, man, you're if right. If there's, they don't have no those measures, scanners or nothing. you can have your gun. Yeah. Ain't illegal. Now, because it's private property and it says no guns allowed, if you bend over and they see your gun, they yeah. can ask you to leave. Yeah. And if you don't leave, that's trespassing on private property now. Right. But you can have your gun yeah. if you're not being threatening with your gun. And then the other part that they hinging on to is he was a part of the altercation. So people are saying, well, he shouldn't have went to the mall and got an altercation. They using shit to say. You can't say that shit. There's countless videos of people fighting in Black Friday. It's always a thing every year. That's why this shit made national news. If it had been last Tuesday, this shit wouldn't have been nationally. But since it's Black Friday in a mall, people fighting. 
People look, the news looks for stories like this. You can go to Walmart right now, type in Black Friday. You'll see people getting trampled, stamped on, <laughs> fighting and beating up. There was a video of a lady snatching a toy out of a child's hand. Like, you got to miss me with that shit. But I don't think we can automatically give a police officer a pass. I don't think we can <laughs> automatically say he, they stopped the situation. They was doing their job. The reality is they, they shot the wrong the person yeah. and the person who uh, shot somebody is in, at large. Well, the police, by definition, fucked up really bad. No, I can't say that because if I put myself in those shoes, I'm I would react the same way. Would I shoot first? Probably not. I would actually have to see him shoot. But I can understand how this cop went to that situation. But the issue is, if there's other people with guns drawn, that's why the timeline is not making any sense to me, because I'm hearing too many conflicting stories. If I walk up to a situation, and I see this black dude holding a guy down with a gun in his hand, then there's possible, you know, that he shot the guy. But if I see multiple people standing around a dead body and this guy, well, standing around a guy who's been shot, and then the black dude is who's everybody else is pointing at, that's the guy, that's the guy, and then he shoots him. But I mean, see this. The, did you see the picture of the dead oh yeah, body? I saw it. They kicked the gun away from the body. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what that was. What that was was a unbothered pool of blood around his head. If he was on top of somebody when the cops shot him, the other person would have oh, had yeah. to move, and that blood would have been interrupted and smeared. Yeah. It was just a blood pool. Well, yeah. That, well, that, well. So he could not have been on top of somebody. Well, I don't know where the other body is, the other guy who got shot in the stomach. He got airlifted to UAB, but what I'm saying is they could that could not have been the case, and the mm. cops shot him while he was on top of somebody mm. because he would his lifeless body would have fell straight down on that person mm. and because his and he, he was the body, he was face down. Yeah, he was on his, his head was on the cement. His yeah. forehead was on the on the pave or the the so ground I, floor. I, I wonder if he was shot from behind. He could have been shot from he. Uh, he was probably shot from the stairs. It's not likely that the police were upstairs. And Foot Locker is close to them stairs where you come up. So it's very possible that as they was coming up the stairs, they That's shot at him a risky up from shot. an angle. I know there's multiple people around. I, w I couldn't see nobody taking well, a shot. people were trying to say that the police officer shot the 12-year-old. Oh, shit. They were trying to say the police officer shot, like somebody shot the 18-year-old, oh, and it's shit. possible that the police shot the 12-year-old. And that's one of the things where... If that's the case, this is terrible. It, it's already horrible but if the, if the police shot a 12 year old girl in the pursuit of killing somebody else that's reckless i don't think that's realistic though i don't think that's realistic though because shots were already ringing out when well at least two at this well, point well i'm just saying it's she's saying that she was wait a minute no, because people would have been long gone by the time the cops got up there. That's like people would have started taking off. Yeah. So the cops probably, it was probably people completely empty from that area when the police officer came. Why and would shot. that black dude still be there, the one who got shot, unless he was fleeing the scene? This shit don't make no sense. I don't know, man. It, like I said, I think the video. I think there's video. It's the Galleria. It's gotta be video. They can zoom in on your eyebrows. I imagine with their yeah. technology. But what's gonna happen is they're not gonna release this information until a court tell them to. With all this social unrest right now, I feel like that's the best way to do it. 
at least have a screenshot of the guy who flee the right suspect, show us what he looks like, where is he, and then put a APB out for him. It's so much shit they can do. But but I was I was going into I don't think even if I put my feet in the officers and put if yourself I put myself in your officer's shoes. Yeah, yeah, if I could do that, there is nothing in this report that makes it seem like the officer should have been threatened. No. He was just brandishing a weapon. Yeah. So I want to know what criteria that officer used to determine this is who I'm going to shoot. Okay. Well, that's where now, the in my head I'm thinking from. say what? That's where your personal biases is going to come from. Well, I'm thinking that it's very possible that the direction they was coming from, he could have been the first person that they saw with a gun. Right? Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe everybody is the reports of other people who having guns, but it couldn't have been that many people with guns out mm-hmm. drawn in this situation. You know, so may it's possible that I he's the first it. person they saw with a gun. And he's like, oh, and, stop, Bob. And like, stop. Yeah, yeah, we it's you. But if he wasn't running in a manner that's threatening to the public or threatening to the officer, which brandishing, the term brandishing, doesn't represent, mm-hmm. Then why did they kill him? Why didn't they say freeze? Like we hear well, that, we see that shit all the time. No, no, it's not like TV. TV is where they say freeze. That's not the real world. These officers have tasers. They got pepper spray, and they never go to that first. They always go to the gun. They do go to the gun, but an officer always has to announce they self for their intent. From my understanding, I don't think he announced. Well, he might have said freeze. He had to have said something. If this guy is running, fleeing the scene, he's not gonna stop, nigga. Them guys back there shooting. I'm getting the hell out of here. Everybody else is running. So, he just happened to be the nigga with a gun. That's my question. What's his criteria for choosing that man to shoot? Because clearly he was the wrong one. So his criteria now is fucked up. Mm-hmm. It don't matter what criteria it is. Your goes, criteria was off. That goes to the assessment. This quick assessment that we have that's been breaded into these cops. You should not go to a scene ready to shoot somebody. But then again, I'm playing devil advocate my own argument then again i do understand why he was willing to shoot at this time you got thousands of people in this mall you ready you you got to subdue the threat but we looking at it from hindsight man but this is the cost though the cost of when you do rush into it to stop the situation imagine it was a bad judgment this wasn't a mass shooting no this was a conflict but if it was a mass shooting, it'll be somebody dead mm-hmm. and a nigga shooting people in JCPenney still mm-hmm. because the shooter is at large. Right. They yeah. fucked up. And they the, would have covered it up then, too. Exactly. The measure they, like, I'm like, just, man, he killed 15 people. Exactly. Including this other guy. And from what I heard, in all the stores, as many people that could they could fit in the back, they had went to the backs of these stores where people locked the doors and yeah. everything. Well, they locked down the mall. No, they definitely locked down the mall, but I'm saying in the middle of the pandemonium, it's, it is just good to oh, say that a lot of the people, employees, was letting people come oh, to the back yeah. and, like, you know, get down and locking the doors and it, stuff. It hurts me because I walk, I work in that mall a lot, and I know a lot of the store owners in there. Like, I was pissed that they shut the mall down. and Well, I was pissed that they were going to have to shut the mall down because I know, I know a lot of those guys, they really count on Black Friday. I was disgusted that they opened them all back up. Does that make any sense? Really? Yeah. 
a man was just murdered in this place and y'all, y'all open this shit right back up and keep on shopping like ain't nothing happened it would it didn't have to be black friday for them to open the mall back up they would have opened the mall back up the next day anyway like, it wasn't even the next it was like six hours later they mopped the blood up and it was like come on guys let's buy some shit that's what I expect out of America, man. I didn't. I, I I expected a little bit of compassion. Nah. <laughs> today and then they did a protest today. I mean yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah. yeah. Um, about the Galleria. Now I, I'm not. People are talking about boycotting the Galleria. I don't, I don't think the Galleria why. was at fault on this one. Me either. That, it don't make sense that they would boycott the Galleria, but I think they connecting it to just Hoover, and they'd be like hit Hoover in the pockets, and I'm like y'all know how much old money is in Hoover. Yeah. Like, people not shopping at the Galleria ain't going to make a difference. No. You know, no. In, in this, if you're trying to hit somebody in their pockets. Yeah. That. Nah, they got that hotel. They got Von Mar. They got plenty of money there. I mean, I guess it's going to take a while before we know exactly what happened, exactly what was on that cop's mind, exactly how this is going to Have they released the cop? The last time I heard, he, yeah, he mm-hmm. got he's on administrative leave. Oh yeah, yeah, they they released him immediately. Like for optics' sake, they did some stuff right. Yeah, the Hoover PD, and by right I mean shit that other people don't do. I think Hoover PD's right so far. It was this officer who was in the wrong. I don't think uh, I can't I can't <laughs> say that, man. I we got to know how to. I need to know the criteria. I need to know what they're gonna make up. They gonna make something up. You already know this that. This officer's gonna say that he felt threatened somehow. Nah, you, there's no way you could feel threatened. He gonna say he felt threatened. He gonna say I seen the gun in his hand. He gonna say I said freeze. Mm. You know but you. Yeah. Okay. He they gonna they gonna make up a story like if you think Hoover PD gonna come out and say that our officer had a lapse of judgment yeah. and killed this wrong man that happened to be African American. You motherfucker. I got I got some oceanfront property to sell your ass and. Kansas, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so when I first moved to Birmingham, uh, there was this situation that happened where a guy was in a minivan on, you know, the on ramp right there on 31 going towards, uh, what is that, 280? Mm-hmm. He was in the minivan running away from the cops. Actually, it was in front of the Galleria. There was a cop in the street who was throwing out some spike strips. And the minivan dodged the spike strips but hit the cop. And then you saw all the police officers just hit go mode. So the minivan was turning on the on ramp to get up <laughs> to the to drive away. And so a cop tapped his minivan, causing it to flip and turn. And it flipped the minivan. The driver ended up falling out of the window. He was unconscious, fell on the ground. Then all the other officers rushed the body on the ground and started whooping the shit out of this dude. That was the first video I saw of this city. And somebody said, welcome to Hoover. Mm. I was just like, I knew from then the cops don't play here. Uh, I've had friends who were police officers and they said they look for military or previously trained military men. They want them to have special training. They look for those type of guys who would, you know, be in Iraq somewhere doing knocking walks. My friend that work on Hoover PD is mm. former military yeah. who did two in Iraq or Afghanistan one. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the kind of guys they want. When you're in these situations and your adrenaline is pumping, I can understand them shooting, and it's and it's not right. You just gotta have some kind of discernment to not yeah, just pull you your gun. First. You don't get a pass from me. 
You just don't get a pass me. If, I, this goes back to our dialogue with the teacher whooping the ass. If <laughs> like, you fuck up, you don't get a pass. If you fuck up, you don't get a pass. But what if he did fuck up by shooting? Well, hold on. You're right. But what if he fucked up and didn't shoot nobody? And it was the actual shooter. If he you wouldn't, think that shooter would if, have ran out of the Galleria and just drove away, or would he have shot some? If people? they wouldn't have shot that man, mm-hmm. we'd be in the same fucking predicament with one less person dead because the person they shot wasn't the shooter. That motherfucker would still be at large, and a twelve-year-old would still have a bullet in her back, and the eighteen-year-old would still be in your your way being treated. If he would have chosen to discern more and just not shoot anybody mm-hmm. to get it control, mm-hmm. because at the point that the officer was running in, it was clearly no more gunshots going on. Yeah. At that point, you should deduce that, okay, the shooting is over. So let's go you figure out what's going and on. When you see that gun, that's it. And then you got all the personal biases because maybe he's like, oh, shit, that's the black dude. He's a thug. We get calls all the time about Birmingham. You know what I'm saying? Seen the black dude with a gun, shot him, killed and, him. And that's fine. It, I understand. But if you drop a case of pickles at Walmart by accident, <laughs> you, they can fire your ass. Right. Except dropping a case of pickles at Walmart when you fuck up don't have as much weight on it as when you fuck up at your job by choosing the wrong person to shoot or mm. choosing somebody to shoot when you didn't have to anyway. In the first place. I, the cops should at least be charged for reckless endangerment. For all those people who might have been around, he firing his firearm in that place. He should have, he should be held accountable. You to me, you don't get a pass. I'm sorry, you just don't you because you're fucked up. You don't get a pass because you had the good intent and because you thought what was going on was going on. Mm-hmm. You don't get a pass for the road to hell is paved with good, good intentions. intentions. Yeah. He had all the good intentions, and he thought he was a hero, and they thought he was a hero, and he wasn't. How they find out that they shot the wrong person? The only thing I can say is that they took his gun. It's really easy oh, to find out if your gun had been fired. Gun. I think we talked about that. Yeah, it's I real easy. I can remember easy. that was at Chipotle or here. Yeah, it's real easy to determine if a gun has been fired. So, That's probably something that they realized real quick, and they was like, oh, shit, I need- he's not the shooter. So it's somebody out there in the community that – tried to murder people and shot indiscriminately in a crowd who we need to get. We have to correct this. Yeah. That that's the only thing that shit makes sense. This is terrible. It's bad. But like, I, I'm not going to say that this cop don't get a pass. This cop. You're not going to say he don't get a pass. He don't get a pass. Okay. He don't get a pass. Yeah. He does not get a pass. I wish I could give him a pass. Because I wish I knew his intent. But what we know is that this shit keep happening to brown people. And I agree with you. But my point from this is I think I'm too close, me personally. I'm too close to the situation, too emotionally involved. And when I try to roll reverse it, put myself in those shoes, I probably would have done the same thing. Hopefully not have shot and killed a man, at least shot him in the leg. I never understand why we always have fatal shootings when you there's multiple parts you can shoot of a person. Well, Officers are trained to shoot center mass. Center mass, yeah. They are trained to shoot center mass. They are not trained to shoot anywhere else because at the point that they are supposed to shoot, they have supposed to discern that a threat level is high enough to stop them from living. When you think the threat level would be high enough? No, not for that cop. I think so. I think it would be. 
that man could not have been running at the cops in a threatening enough manner. Probably for the cops. not at the cops. I think they just he was running they with just a gun. Popped up on him and like, oh shit, there he, he is. was running with a gun. I agree. with And you what on they should have done was tried to stop him. They did. Not mean talking about verbally. Like, oh. how do you know who the shooter is? They had no that's, that's idea. That's where the problem is, right that's there. Pro- they had yeah. no measure to understand or know where the shooter was or who the shooter was. Right. And like I said, it would have been a good call if he was actually the shooter, yeah. but they shot the wrong person. They shot the wrong and celebrated. Because and they shot apologized. the wrong person. If I put myself in that officer's shoes mm. and I'm all excited mm. and I can't really make this assessment, but I'm going to just say what I'm saying because mm. I don't want to invalidate the difficulty with which cops got to deal with that shit because yeah. it's bullshit. Can you... Can you- Reach out to your officer, buddy. Uh, he's right. not the okay. best person to talk to about this shit because he. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would have shot his ass. He ain't sensitive about race shit at all. Is he, is he white? Yeah, he white. He ain't sensitive about race shit at all. Like, so he definitely would have shot that dude. I don't know if he would have shot that dude or not. He's very patient. He quickly rolls up to detective. Like, he mm. ain't. He wouldn't have been doing no mall duty. I you know, you. and I and saying. I think it's like the people that are patient and make better decisions and discern better end up being in the higher, higher ranks. Man. You know, let's just get this on out the way. Cops shooting black people and people ain't a compared to how many cops exist. It's still a very small percentage of that shit happening. Yeah, but when you compare it to how many white people exist that involve themselves with police officers. They don't get treated the same way. Well, as I know people. what I'm saying. See, and that goes into the disproportionateness of how often this happens to black people. Right. Because when white people get shot, it's because they had a goddamn shotgun at the cop's head. Yeah. And the cops had to kill their ass. Yeah. When this happened to black people, it's, it's just see. a black man brandishing his gun. Yeah. It's a security guard that just stopped the mass shooting in a club. Maybe you sell it's Philando Castile who said I got a gun. You, you it's selling? a dude who's running away in his back. That shit ain't happening to white people. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Do you think that if this shit was happening to white people at the same rate of black they people, keep that Fox News wouldn't have every white person this shit was happening to? Yeah. Just to say to black people, look, oh, see? Yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> they wouldn't. I think they would do that shit every week. If, if white people was getting killed under these suspicious ways, unarmed and all this shit, they would be on Fox News every week, just like the black person is on MSNBC every week. Oh, I see what you're they saying. just don't exist. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't happening to them. The right. white people that's getting shot pulled out of Uzi and tried to kill the cop police officer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The black people that's getting killed are getting killed from suspicious, random bullshit. And mm. and getting shot by having, they're being armed, but in a place where it's reasonable to be armed considering what's happening right now. Right. How do you feel living in Hoover? I don't have a problem living in Hoover. Hmm. I actually... Have you had any negative run-ins with the police? No. I have. Because every time I have have a run-in with a Hoover police, I drop my homeboy name. (laughs) And they be like, how how do you know him? (laughs) They're like, oh, okay. And he keep telling me... Uh, Mr. On Point, you need to go in and get a ticket so I can take care of it. I was like, that's not how you should want to do help me for things. Nah, nigga. I don't want to get in trouble for you to help me. They need help to flag your car shit. and let him go. You know, yeah, <laughs> let like, him keep tell, going. tell me to call you when they pull me over. No, put it in the system. Let him go. Leave this nigga alone. 
so I mean, to me personally, be listen because I don't really go out much and I don't very do much. Being in Hoover to me feels safer to me hmm. because I live right by the Galleria. I live right behind a high high uh, high income and high value uh, shopping center. Yeah. So it's police. Everywhere. Yeah. It's a Hoover PD live in here. Yeah, I was about to say, there's always cops in this neighborhood. Yeah, it's yeah. somebody that live here. I feel better having them around here. I was about to talk about your boy. <laughs> nah. Um, well, I have had a situation with cops several times. When I lived in Vestavia, I got pulled over. Uh, the dude said I was taking a left turn in a left turning lane, and that wasn't a turning lane, apparently. Uh, he let me go because he realized he was having computer problems. Me and my friends, we were riding. I think, Cole, yeah, Cole was with us. We was riding in. Uh, my friend AJ had just bought a brand new car. It's an Impala. No tags, no nothing. Four niggas in the car. We got pulled over by Hoover. They came to the door with their hands on their hips, on the guns. Asked to see my ID because I was in the passenger. Asked to see his ID because he was in the driver's seat. So they might be just doing their jobs. But to me, those are interactions that I could have died from. I don't fuck around in this city. Look, my cousin, when we was living at uh, down behind Ellis Piano, mm-hmm. this is in well, like I know you talking about Central Thirty One. Yeah, um, I don't know if it was Vestavia or who. It's those brick red apartments. Rolling Wood. Yeah. Well, Rolling Wood. Oh, I know what you're talking. About. I know. Yeah, that it's that road you're right in those by houses? Ellis Piano to the left. You were in those houses back then. Townhomes. Okay. Yeah, I know. The, the townhome apartments. Mm-hmm. Um. And my cousin was dating a white girl. My cousin had never been pulled over before dating her, nor had he been pulled over after dating her. Wow. He was pulled over seven times with her in the car. <laughs> seven times? His car was impounded like they, three of them times because his license was suspended. Well, yeah. Um, that's. Did they come to her door or his door when they came to him? I don't know. I don't. I didn't get no more information out of it. All I know is that he just kept coming back talking about he'd been pulled over. Yeah. And I told my homeboy about this, and he was like, well, I can't conceptualize anybody on the force that would be biased enough to do that. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't expect you to name drop somebody if you had somebody that come to mind, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just police in general, and that's us being black. Uh, Hoover may be worse because Hoover, you know, the traditional job of police have been to protect black, uh, white people from black people. Yeah. You know, and protect their shit from black people. And so it, it don't, I mean, the old-ass detectives and old-ass sergeants and shit, them yeah. motherfuckers around during that, sh- that during time. During the 60s, yeah. You know, so it, it ain't surprising to me that some of these systems will still have some lingering biases and racism in them. Mm. I got pulled over one time in Hoover. I just never got a ticket. Well, I ain't never got a ticket. Well, I've got tickets for, like, inspired stuff, but I don't know. I, I just keep my hands on the steering wheel, try to make sure that I'm as, you know, clear as possible when I'm talking. No music, no fast motions. I I feel like this city the police are trigger happy. But that's just me and my fear of police. The fact that this police officer shot the wrong person means that he had a lapse in judgment. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh I don't know if it was because he was black. See, people be like, I had to have a conversation. That conversation about black people being angry came from this dialogue where mm-hmm. I pretty much broke down because this woman said, why y'all always trying to put race in it? Race ain't always got anything to do with it. And I'm like, white people will really, in order for white people to believe something has to do with race, they want 
they want a police officer to say, nigga ass nigga, then shoot, pull yeah, the trigger. No. And then after that, be like, yeah, I sure hate niggas, and then put their gun in their holster. No. That's not what racism look like. Racism sometimes just look like the repeating patterns by which these things happen to a certain group of people. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of that comes from subconscious biases. When you think about them, uh, if you look at comedy shows and shit, comedy shows really, really highlight stereotypes more than anything. Oh, yeah. If you uh, 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 joke about Latinos, it's all about how hardworking they is and how mm-hmm. they on the side of the street selling oranges and shit. Yeah. If you talk about Asian, it's all about how good they are at math and and things of that Ooh. nature, how they the model minority. Yeah. But when it comes to black people, we all the stereotypes about us is that we violent, gun violence, we angry. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, it's very possible that that police officer had predispositions that led him to that decision. Almost definitely. And maybe you can't put a finger on whether that officer was racist or not, but the fact that this keeps happening over and over and over to the same population from the same group. Right. Because this ain't black officers killing No, it's always a white officer with a black person. It's always a white officer that kills a black person. Somehow the black officers are being trained where they're not shooting people. They ain't being trained. It's no, they just, just have I, more. I, well, I think that, <laughs> one, they know that they expendable in these systems. Mm. They will get their ass put the fuck out of a system with no questions asked because it, it's already hard for them in these systems. Yeah. So I feel they like. They from both sides. I feel like they're willing to take the risk of being in more danger, not shooting when they should, than mm. shooting when they, shooting at every whim. To where I think white officers feel so much more protected when they shoot. Well, hell, when you get a week off or a month off of vacation, you're still getting paid. I mean, I mean, his career probably over because he think fucked so? up. He fucked up, oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, that's not clicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, no, the officer didn't fuck because up. Because you, right like you said, because you keep putting yourself in his shoes. Yeah. You, but yeah. he fucked up. Yeah, he did by shooting the wrong person. He and shot then the, the wrong suspect person. still getting away. And and now we don't know why he shot the person he shot. And it looks bad, especially if other people had guns in their hands. What's going to happen is they're going to review a whole bunch of video and they're going to see a whole bunch of... Lord, don't let him have run by somebody with a gun. Don't let him have run by somebody with a gun on that video. Don't let the suspect be running past him and he's like, oh, there he is. Man. Man, I'm sure the suspect took the fuck off. The suspect oh, yeah. was probably outside by the time the police he, officer got there to kill that dude. He was on the interstate, headed to the house. Did you hear about? Um, um, you got anything else you want to say about mm-hmm. this? Did you hear about the uh, New Orleans man who was accused of a bomb threat? Yes, I already know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> man, this is where we need more integration of culture. This is what cultural differences get get lost in translations and fuck up the whole day for everybody. This man said he's going to... This man talked about blowing up the bathroom and he got caught... I'm going to blow up this bathroom. If you know anything about black culture, man, we've been talking about blowing up the bathroom. Eddie blowed that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we hear that shit all... I used to hear that shit all the time. All the time. I'm going to blow they the bathroom up. This man. How do you get to that point? Come on, guys. And they're like, dog, I had to use the bathroom. He in the backseat of the car after they done arrested him. 
All they had to do was go to the precinct and find the black officers. I mean, like, go find the black officers and ask them other ways to say, where's the bomb? Like, destroy the bathroom. They're getting like Batman. Where are the drugs? <laughs> Blow the bathroom up. It's in my stomach, nigga. I'm, I Jesus. wish them motherfucking hoes would. <laughs> we just, we got to do better. Not us. I'm just talking about society. Yeah, white people got to do better. We got to do better. <laughs> I mean, we do have to do better as a society, but white people got to do better. White people got to care. So, oh man, a FedEx driver. Let me tell you what this FedEx driver did. All right. This FedEx driver was called a bunch of slow. This is in Portland, Portland, Oregon. This man was called a whole bunch of racial slurs because he thought the dude was fin- he was driving too fast and thought it was gonna hit him. So you, the old FedEx driver was driving too fast? Yeah. So wow. the old white man like, hey, you know, expletive, expletive uh, racial epithet, racial slur. I don't know what he said, so I'm just going to use that. I was like, like can I not say that? Because I've been <laughs> saying nigga all this episode. <laughs> hey, man, this is you. You just a problem. And then he got aggressive <laughs> with the FedEx dude, and he went to go hit him. He missed. Hold on now. The FedEx driver pulled out that Mike Tyson, Bow. hit him in the face one time. He hit the ground and died. Wait, it's not funny, but shit. He hit the ground <laughs> and died. Why is this nigga working for FedEx? That what <laughs> Get I'm that saying. motherfucker in the gym. <laughs> one hit of quitters. We need to send that boy to Afghanistan. We need to send him in the cave with Nah, nigga, we need to send him to Vegas. We got some money right here. But what it turned out was that the uh, autopsy determined that the man's health was so poor that mm. he was he was going to die soon anyway. Damn. Like, he could have tripped over his shoelaces and that same shit would have happened. Uh, but... Can you imagine being a FedEx man? It's like, man, you, if you... You better a, leave me alone. He's a black man. <laughs> you better leave me alone. The last man I hit with this... He ain't here no more. Man, no, nah, fuck that. He got to put them hands up because he ain't getting more than one. <laughs> yeah. He ain't getting more than one escape from this situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's done. He black. He better learn from OJ. You ain't finna, you ain't finna uh, one piece another white man out learn here. Learn from OJ. You get away, just let it go. Uh, But the district attorney in the state said that he was in his right to challenge the dude uh, because he was calling him the N-word and other abusive phrases. I like So that. no charges will be brought up against him. That's fair. You know, every now and then, you know, racism lose. Yeah. Racism loses. Yeah. And I think this is one of those situations where that's the case. Damn. I'm being like, boss, man, I ain't going to be able to finish my route. Why? Man, this old white dude tripping, man. He came out trying to fight me, and so I... You know, I hit the nigga. He down on the ground. He ain't moving. But uh, <laughs> can you send the ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, shit. Damn. You know, do you remember the, uh, oh, man, what did they call that syndrome where you got too much money? The boy that killed all them people? Too much money? Yeah. Oh, uh, you talking the influenza? The influenza affluenza. team. Yeah, affluenza. Yeah. The affluenza team. The affluenza team yeah. killed nine people Jesus. in his truck because he got drunk and high, and the judge sentenced him to go to a See, cabin. No, no, he never been disciplined in his life. Yeah, they basically said affluenza is when you are raised with such privilege and such financial 
gain and prosperity that you don't learn consequences well enough. And the judge bought that shit and just sent him to like a little facility. Now, that same judge had sent a teenager away for to juvenile detention until he was 18. And I think this is when he was 14. What? Because he punched somebody and they fell and hit their head on the sidewalk and died. So, I don't see how that judge made that call. Bias. Somebody. Some money was uh, involved. Some kind of money. Some, some money had to be involved in that one. Yeah. She probably went to go pick up a suitcase full of money from Man, somebody. And they said, I guess he don't know nothing about no consequences. Wow. This is America we live in, man. This is the America that we live in. Yeah, it it, it is. Um, is there any other place you would prefer to live? No, yeah, I don't want to live anywhere else. That's the sad part. I want to live here because my ancestors died and shed blood on this fucking ground to build this motherfucker. Well, I, it sounds like you' about to close out. But speaking of ancestors, uh, did you hear about John Allen Sean, the missionary worker who oh, traveled? Oh damn! <laughs> he yeah. traveled to a remote <laughs> island. Where it was these guys, he, they they isolated from the whole world. The last time people tried to come to their their uh, their tribe, it was like the British trying to take over. Yeah. So they fought them back, and they've been living in isolation ever since. So this missionary guy goes and pays these fishermen to take him out to this island because he's trying to spread the gospel. He wanted to talk to these tribes and bring them to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So they start shooting arrows at his ass. So he gets on his paddle boat and leaves. Well, he never leaves the paddle boat. He's actually yelling at them saying, my name is John. I love you. And so does Jesus Christ. They shooting arrows at him. He leaves and gets back on the fisherman boat. A few days later, he says, fuck it. I'm going to do it again. He goes to the island, gets off the boat, starts doing the same shit, talking to these people. They shooting arrows, arrows. And they said the fisherman saw his body fall, hit the ground. They wrapped a rope around his neck and started dragging his body away. So now the authorities are saying it's going to be a little difficult getting his body back. To me, I don't feel like they should even involve themselves in trying to get his body. They (laughs) shouldn't try. They should just leave the nigga alone. He should have left them alone, and unfortunately, you you died. They was trying to put charges on the fishermen for taking them over there knowing that that they're not supposed to. Do fishermen make good money? You want to kill yourself? It's illegal to go over there. You want to do it? Hey, you know, okay. True story. <laughs> Damn. The, well, they, he wrote, he had a journal where he used to leave writings about this. And he said, I hope this isn't my last entry. Turns out it was his last entry. Damn. Dang. Well, he did it to his damn self. He did it to himself. The more of the story is leave people alone. <laughs> if they don't want to be messed with, don't, don't be messed with to, them. Don't be spreading your stuff over there with these folks, man. Jesus. I don't really want to talk about Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill showed up two hours late to one of her shows. Why people keep coming to this <laughs> shit? I was, it's something that I should send to Red. Be like, yo, your girl still ain't showing up on time. What's the issue with Lauren Hill? Like, why she showing up late? She don't give a fuck. Exactly. So why should y'all? Shouldn't. <laughs> Shouldn't give a damn. This was in the UK, right? Lauren Hill? Yeah, I think so. The I last know. show that she... Counseling on like they were mad. She showed up too late, then did thirty minutes. Yeah, that's what she did. She showed up two hours and did thirty minutes of her performance. <laughs> like, bruh. 
If y'all still buying her tickets, man, you ought to know by now. She ain't going to be there on time. That's how good the miseducation of Lauryn Hill was. No, it ain't. <laughs> I got that shit on CD. I'll just play it there. I ain't buying no tickets. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying for some people, that's but that's how good the album was to me. The well, album it's, was that it's a good. great album, but if your ass ain't going, if you've been known not to show up, not buying no people tickets. People waiting for that day when she show up on time. <laughs> when? I don't time she going to show up on time is her death. I guess so. Damn. Yeah. 20th anniversary and she's still late oh yeah it's been 25 years since or 20 years since doggy style was released yeah yeah thought that was kind of major so what um you got anything else on your mind before i'm pretty much tapped out i want the people if you've enjoyed me on here with all my bullshit check us out it's the uh government name podcast we do a lot of the social commentary that the conversation current artists do but we some assholes, so we try to find the funny in all this terrible shit. I appreciate you for joining, man. Yeah, hopping on. I ain't no problem. I'm I'm glad I was able to hold a light to the candle. I guess I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll help. We'll see you red back next week. I hope. Yeah, we should have be that here. Super we got to do uh, so, Michael. We're gonna do your letter coming up. I'm not sure if we just going to do it on the other show because this letter is like a whole show worthy or if we just going to do like a middle of the week show. It would be fun to hear how Red's vac- uh, Thanksgiving was and then also tackle that. So yeah. a whole show would be good. Me and her going to figure it out. Yeah. Anyway. Until uh, you come the next conversation? Until we come the next conversation. We out. Holla. Peace. Peace.